Into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network, happy New Year's to you and your family. And we starting the New Year's off right. Y'all already know we only rock with legends over here. And 2024 is absolutely no exception. And you see the brother hanging out right there. We got your favorite pins, favorite pins. One of the legends of all legends and MC's MC, Mr. Elite himself. Rice to five nine. How you doing, Kane? I'm good, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for those kind words. I appreciate the intro. How Come you on. feeling? I'm feeling good, man. How about you and your family? Everybody good. Everybody good. I got I got mostly girls. I got mostly girls. So I'm pretty much um I'm just on I'm 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 on deck. When you that kind of dad, you just on deck. <laughs> so whatever they say. So Christmas time, Christmas time, it was pretty much just me with a list. You know, their their mom being like, they don't, they don't need that stuff. They don't need that. And I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get everything on the list. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm going to hear daddy. There was a few things that I didn't get. So I, I don't Trust need me. that in my life. I got three daughters, man. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. three. I got yeah. three. So you already know about the three struggle. Oh, you you ain't seen. Man, I, mine grown now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 um, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm all the way prepared for that yet. So um, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. You know, you know what I have made it past though. What's that? I made it past that thing that's going around in our community where, um, as soon as somebody see that you got pretty daughters, they say, "I hope you got your shotgun ready." I'm that's past for, that. I'm past yeah, that. Yeah. That's for niggas that ain't doing their job. <laughs> like for real. Like niggas used to tell me that shit all the time, and I'm like, look, bro. Like if I do my job correctly, I don't need a shotgun. Yeah, cause who you gonna kill? Y- your daughter's husband. And then what's gonna happen? She gonna hate your <laughs> ass, and you gonna be locked up. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally not what what parenting is all about. It's not. It's not, sure. bro. Um, let, let's take it back before Royce the Five Nine was Royce the Five Nine. Okay. Let's go back to the Park Boys days. Oh my God, you've been talking to Rita. I've been talking to Rita. <laughs> what, what was life like back then bro uh much simpler than now much simpler than now um you know what man it, it was just a whole lot of basketball that that was like my main thing like i love i love to play basketball we were blessed enough to live right around the corner from a park like mm-hmm. the, the park which was the, pretty much the central location you know for all of the different like little little hoods and stuff so you have people from all kind of different areas just come into that park to hoop at that park. So I got to play against a lot of like real great competition. Like even before I start playing like AAU and stuff like that. But the problem with the park was we was all so cool with each other and we had like a, a little crew and we mm-hmm. just used to get it. We used to get into fights up there all the time. 
just with people that came from other areas that didn't really know didn't really know us and just kind of like assumed that we was like certain kinds of guys you know what i'm saying so one thing led to another and they just start calling us the police actually start calling us the park boys so it was like you know being being young and naive you know we kind of ran with it but as an adult that's kind of like one of the things i kind of look back on and kind of cringe cringe at but wait which park was this though the oak park park shepherd park where's that at that's on oak park boulevard in uh well between coolidge and um damn so it would be schaefer on the detroit side so between between schaefer and i can't even remember i can't even remember it's, it's so long ago but I know what you're talking about, it's, though, it's in the down, general it's vicinity. The street. It's right down the street from the high school. Okay, I got you. Yeah, because I grew up on Seven Mile in Southfield. So okay, like, yeah. we used to go out and hang out in Southfield, but we was more like, a, 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 you know, like Southfield to Telegraph area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, um, first rhyme you wrote. The first rhyme I wrote. Um, it, was a, it was a rap called Motivated. I can't remember exactly what, uh, what year it was. Mm-hmm. But it went something like this, like the here, here it go. Motivated, hitting hard like steel. Now that I'm the real deal, what do you appeal? I'm the best, the best in the West. I possess the beast that I manifest. I'm hitting hard like Holyfield, and you know it's real. I put you on the ground just like a fire drill. That's all I remember. <laughs> so it was, some, it, it, was at, it was it was at some point when Holyfield was like the champion. So I, I couldn't tell you. I, I couldn't tell you all I can tell you is it was terrible. And you know, I uh, I thought it was good back then. Um, for back then, yeah, it was. I don't know, OG. I don't know. I got I got I got to think. I got to see if my dad remember the year because he good with the with the with memorizing the years. Okay, so at what point did you realize? Okay, I'm 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 elite with this shit. Well, I thought I was elite. Yeah. Well, you not that you thought, but you knew. Okay, like my shit is wicked. Probably, um, probably not, probably not until I got in Slaughterhouse. Really? Mm-hmm. Because when I got, when I got in Slaughterhouse, I was able to work with other guys, um, outside of my own little bubble that I create, my creative bubble that I created for myself. So, um, like working with Joe, working with Joe, especially, it's like, you just realize how good you are. Like. I realized I wasn't as good as I thought I was. So what that did was it gave me the opportunity to work on certain things that I felt like I was lacking in. And once I started doing that, and I kind of took the lead um, in the group in terms of um, just making sure, seeing records from from start to completion, you know, that was kind of like my role. Mm-hmm. When I realized that I had a lot of, I had a lot of the tools to be able to do so. Um, that's when I was able to kind of like gauge where I was. And then when I got, when I got back cool with Marshall and we, we started working on the album together, just him being him. Mm-hmm. And, um, in, in a lot of situations we like neck and neck, you know, like, even though, even though I, I took his lead whenever he, he wanted to lead, you know what I mean? Because I, I just feel like whenever he's right, you know, he can be wrong. There's been times where I disagree with him creatively, but whenever he's right, you can't be more right than that. It's the same way I feel about Primo. You know what I mean? So that experience with him kind of gave me, I felt like I, I felt like I was elite because I felt like I was doing it on the elite level at that moment. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was hearing anything that was like putting fear in my heart in terms of like MCs and then just like my peer group. Mm-hmm. And, um, certain compliments that I would get from people who I always looked at as elite. That's when it, it, it started. I started to feel like that myself. It was a long period of time where people were telling me I was elite, but it would just, you know, like, you know, you know how confidence works. Some days, you know, you feel like lyrically you're on top of the world. Then other days, yeah. it's just like, you know what I mean? You ass. Human being type shit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? What's surprising coming? It, it, I don't expect that coming out of you, bro. Really? Yeah. What, what'd, you, what'd you expect? Like, matter of fact, you said that, uh, I forget what song that was, but you said that uh, people people calling you arrogant made you, made you feel bad. Like and, sometimes, sometimes, but it was only it's only because when did I say that? Oh, dude, hold on, let me see what song was that. Ah, uh, I didn't write it down. I want to. I don't think it was. I promise. Okay, so it, yeah, it was, it was probably way way back, like around the death of certain days. It, it it had to be, man. Your catalog is so fucking ridiculous, bro. It's like Thank like you. Jesus Christ. Like I listened to Royce, but I never studied Royce. Until she told me we had the interview. And nigga, mm-hmm. like, there are going to be classes on Royce to 5-9 if they aren't already, like, for decades to come. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, I really and, do. I, I really do. I, I, I feel like um, around that time, around the death of certain days, that's, that's when it really kicked in. Because I, like I made, like, a grave mistake. Like, mm-hmm. when I got my deal, like, I went in a magazine and called myself the king of Detroit. And I said all of this like brash stuff. And I did it like it was a suggestion that came from somebody who I was working with at the time. It wasn't, it, it didn't really, it didn't really mirror, mirror the sentiment that was in my mind. Like a lot of the words that I said, I didn't really feel like that, but mm-hmm. we, we as a team just felt like that would be a good approach and we were just wrong. You know what I mean? So a lot of people, put into their head and made up their minds already about who I was and, and the kind of person I was prior to meeting me. You know what I mean? So once it, once it just kept happening and I kept getting into like issues with people and I got to a point where it was just like, man, I, I was just kind of like tired of it. So I started to not believe myself what was being said about me, but I started feeling bad about it because I just felt like people were wrong. I just felt misunderstood. I think it's a, I think it's a, a pretty natural and healthy thing for a young man to go through mm-hmm. because it's a good way to learn valuable lessons about people. You know what I mean? You can't like, I personally don't feel like um, if, if I can go back and do it all over, which I wouldn't, if I had the opportunity, but if mm-hmm. I had to go back and do it all over, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself the King of Detroit. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that you should, I don't think that you should self proclaim anything. I don't think you should do that. You know, I think that, I think you should let the work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And I think you should you should lead by example and be the change that you want to see. Just just like just like support, you know, like my my whole perception of support w- was skewed back then. I felt like because I was from Detroit and I was an MC who who finally made it to a level of getting a record deal, that Detroit should automatically support me. And that's not how it, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. It, it it came a point in time where I was like, it was like I just had like a breakthrough and something just hit me and said, um, why don't I, why don't I start supporting people and maybe I'll start getting the support back. Let me ask you a question right there. I hate to stop you, but you, 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 when you got on the breakfast club and you was talking about 
pretty much the same topic. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 you was talking about how you spoke to uh, M about T Grizzly, and then I saw T Grizzly's response, and I saw both sides. Like mm-hmm. and T, T Grizzly was basically like, I you know, how can you knock me for for not knowing I got a plug? And the way I looked at it is like when I um deal with my younger cousins, I reach out to you initially. If I see that you're doing something that I can help you with, I reach I reach out to you. What you do with that afterward is totally up to you. Do you feel like your generation of MCs that made it didn't do enough of the reaching out initially? Um, no, I don't feel like that. I okay. feel like um, I feel like especially with the with the situation that you're talking about. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have that entire situation misconstrued and most people didn't actually go look at my interview. They may have looked at T Grizzly's so, so quote unquote response, mm-hmm. but T Grizzly's response was done without looking at the interview. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I didn't knock him for anything. What I said was me and Marshall had a conversation. Marshall had his eye on a lot of the guys, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? T Grizzly was one of them. So we had a conversation about him. But the reason why T Grizzly in particular was one of them is because I, I took T Grizzly then. I showed him T Grizzly. That's first. Okay. So when we talked about it, he was like, so do you think he like somebody who I, I should like work, like work with? I was like, absolutely. Now here's where, here's where it got blurry for, for people who didn't look at the interview. I said, I would be careful when you did that. I would be careful when, because he's the first of his kind. So if you go too soon on mm-hmm. him and jump next to him and rap something and it take off, they're going to give you the credit for that and first day out. I was yeah. like, so I would just be careful not to stump all over his movement. But he definitely, he definitely one of my top picks. You know what I mean? And the reason why I brought everything up, the whole point that everybody missed was he put out a diss record. He put out a record dissing Marshall. So I said... My point was, don't do stuff like that and assume that people aren't looking at you because just when you make that move, mm-hmm. you look up and it's like, damn. Now, when Marshall heard the disc record, which I didn't take to him, when Marshall heard the record, he told me, oh, shit, he just burnt the bridge. He didn't even know he had. So that's that's the point that I was making. I didn't stop nothing. I don't have the power to shut down nothing. Marshall was a whole superstar. I don't t- I don't tell him what to rap on, when to rap. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you listen to niggas like Dogface, then then you're gonna get a a, a, a skewed picture of of everything that's going on. You know what I'm saying? But me bringing any of that up is me extending the hand even further than I've been extending. So when he went and did his response, mm-hmm. which which I didn't like, but I didn't allow myself to dislike it. Okay. What I did was I, I, I forced myself to understand. So okay. I reached out to him. And when I talked to him, we had a beautiful conversation. He understood. He understood where, where the communication went awry. And I told him, I said, man, if for future reference, any time you have any questions for me, man, I'm always accessible to you. I don't want nothing but what's best for you. You know what I mean? If you need me to pull up somewhere, you need me to do something, you need me to make some calls, you need me to do anything, man. My resources are your resources. Please don't allow yourself to be left to your assumptions because I did that when I was young. The generation that came before me, we didn't get embraced by that generation because none of them were from Detroit. 
You know what, 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 I don't know about that, man. Awesome Dre, Detroit's most no, 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 wanted. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about them. They, okay. they legends. I love okay. them. I'm talking about when, me and Marshall when we got in the game. Cannabis. Oh, Can, okay. Cannabis was like shit. He was like one of our favorite rappers, man. It was like when we met him, the way that went was just like underwhelming. <laughs> you know what I'm like, saying? You mean like, like his first album? No, no, no. Just just <laughs> when me and when me I'm and Marshall sorry for the met, when we when we met him and um the way the way the way that that introduction went and mm-hmm. um the energy that came off a lot of the guys that was in that that would that felt like we were in that lane it was it was almost like we we were treated almost like like we were coming through kind of like stealing it like stealing their shine you know yeah. what i mean like yeah the new guys is coming in kind of like doing this something similar to what you're doing yeah and at that at that time you know like being a lyricist, being a lyricist was more in the forefront at that time. You know what I mean? So um, a lot of the guys were from like New York. Um, it was from Cali guys. No experiences that were so terrible that, you know, it's, it's a saying it's a worth saying anything bad about anybody, but it definitely, we definitely went, sour taste. We, we, yeah, we went through our, we went through our shit, but at that moment, you know, we was being competitors anyway. We were being competitors with each other, not me and Marshall. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the a lot of the guys in Detroit were just competing with each other. You know what I mean? So we didn't have a a, a a huge sense of unity back then anyway. You know what I mean? Because we didn't experience it from anywhere. You know what I mean? So a lot of the shit that can I curse can I curse? Absolutely. I curse okay. a lot. A, a lot of the shit that we went through um as a result of not being unified was shit that scarred me for life. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I vow I vowed to myself not to be one of those older guys who gets put in that category by the younger guys. That's mm. not that's not what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? Because I understand a lot of the old guys are bitter. Things didn't go in their careers the way that they wanted them to. So now they're jealous of the old guys. And I can understand why one of the younger guys would jump to that conclusion without really knowing. Yeah. But shit, don't put me in that box. I'm not bitter about nothing. I'm doing fucking fantastic. And I don't, you don't have anything that I want. You haven't, you haven't earned anything that I haven't earned. So don't put me in that category. I'm on your team, and I'm not going to allow you to be, to be a, a, a mine. I'm just, I just won't pay you no attention. You know what I mean? But I, I'm not, I'm not making enemies with no Detroit nigga. I'm not doing that. I respect you know I mean? that, so, and I appreciate that too. By the way, yeah. Right. So it's like, go ahead. I'm sorry. What, what's a perfect Royce album? I, I don't have one. You, I don't have on. one, but but yeah. the, the allegory is not perfect to you. No, nah, you can always you can always go back. You can always go back and be like, "Yo, I could have did this better. Could have did that better." But but my most fulfilling album is Book of Ryan because it's because it's it's my self defining album, and I, I feel like every artist should have have that album, the self defining album. You anything album? anything that on that album? album would you take back? Was that? Anything on that album, the Book of Ryan, would you take back? No. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Is there is there a perfect race verse? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Actually, I, it, that it, makes is sense. A, is it a such thing? That you know what? That makes sense. Let me ask you this too: Has be, being defined as as a, a lyricist? Has that helped you or hurt you career-wise, as far as success is concerned? Has it helped me or hurt me? Um, I think it's I think it's helped me. I think it's helped me, but um, 
it has it hasn't ever hurt me. I mean, there has been times where it's it's worked against me in in conversation. You know what I mean? But it hasn't it hasn't hurt me in any way. But it has what it has done, and I guess it's the same thing. It's the same thing in any other walk of life, right? If you mm -hmm. get you get like labeled as something, a lot of people can't walk and chew gum at the same time. So if I'm a boxer, and somebody, I'm I'm known as the guy who hits hard, then people will automatically assume that I can't really box. I just hit hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think that when somebody labels something on you that strong, well, he's one of them rappers. Like he can, you know, people automatically get this picture in their mind of, of me just sitting around in the dark. Uh, ciphering with myself you know what i'm saying <laughs> and I, I i don't think that, that i don't think that that necessarily hurts me you don't do that though no nah, no nah, because i think i think along with longevity comes um being able to understand that nothing stays the same when 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 the, when the when the culture is evolving you know like we had our moment of mcs being in the forefront we had a long moment of that you know what i mean so yeah once it once it changed you know a lot of the mcs just kind of like got left behind and they were just kind of like complaining I, I wasn't gonna allow myself to do that so like when when i listen to stuff now mm -hmm. um, i i can understand that it's not made for me but i still try to understand why other people like it or why other people love it you know what i mean so i kind of like force myself to kind of like to get it even if i gotta keep listening to it you know over and over especially if it's done by somebody from detroit Speaking of that, Courtney Bell, what was it about him that made you say, "Man, this nigga's dope"? I mean, I, I just love Courtney. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a he's a real fo a real focused young guy. You know what I mean? Um, I embraced I embraced him early, which I I embraced pretty much all of the guys early. You know what I mean? But um, some of them kind of took to the embrace. Some of them not so much. But nothing disrespectful or nothing. But just you know, people. I think people naturally want to align with other people who do what they do. Right. You know what I mean? So um, I think me and Courtney, I think w what he does is a little more in, in alignment with what I do. So um, I think that that's kind of like what that was. Got a chance to interview the brother. Um, yeah, I've seen that. How did that go? Very deep, brother, man. I, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I thought he was, uh, I could understand why you chose him. In every aspect, and listening to his music, like I didn't hear, like, and I told him I didn't hear. You know, usually with 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 every artist I listen to, there's some songs I'm like, this is trash. I didn't right. hear anything with him that I was like, this is trash. There are things I liked more than others, but there was mm -hmm. never anything where I'm like, yo, this is trash. Yeah, and, I mean, he, he he's getting better and better too. So you know, um, he's nowhere he's nowhere near as good as he's gonna be. That's the scary. That's the scary thing, you know. But um. I'm not I'm not doing anything with him or for him that I wouldn't do with any other artist from Detroit. You know what I mean? It's just I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like I'm here. If I got if I got the time to do it, I'll tell you I got let's do it. If I don't have the time to do it or if, if for whatever reason I can't do it, then I'll just tell you that. You know what I mean? But I try to keep my doors open for whoever for whoever can use could utilize me in any way. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now, I'll say uh you and M had similar paths as far as uh your sobriety and dealing with some some issues you know early on but i don't think i've ever seen an artist get sober and get so much better 
what was the what and, and for everybody I've ever talked to that that has had some issues, um, especially with alcohol, there was a rock bottom. Was there a rock bottom for you? Yeah, it was a rock bottom. I mean, um, but it, it wasn't the, the, the rock bottom that people have in their minds. My rock bottom was at, at a financial high for me. Really? Yeah. I, I was sitting in a, in, in a hotel room and I realized that I lost complete control of my life. Um, I got I got exposed on media takeout by a girl. And um, my, my wife didn't even really react like how I thought she would react. And then the side girl was like the one that was mad. <laughs> so the side, the side girl like ex, exposes you and then gets mad that she exposed you. No, 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 no. The, the girl who exposed me wasn't my, she wasn't a side girl. Oh. She was just a random girl. Wow. So, so um, the, the side girl was the one that was all screaming and upset. And I was like, my life is in disarray. It's upside down. So, um, I mean, that, that that wasn't the only thing, but that was something to give you like an example. You know okay. what I mean? And it, it was just, it was just bad at that moment. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't really enjoy, I couldn't really enjoy finally having the kind of money that I felt like I deserved. I couldn't enjoy it. So I just, I said to myself before I lose everything or before I just, you know, self-destruct on a whole nother level. Cause I had already, I had already gotten to the car accident and, 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 and been in all, all a serious beef that I probably didn't have to get into. I probably could have resolved it a long time ago. Just being my normal sober, cool self. You know what I mean? I probably could have talked to somebody. We probably could have talked it out. Cause a lot of, a lot of it is over nothing. Yeah. And I could, I could have probably prevented a whole lot of fucked up shit from happening to a whole lot of people. So, I mean, I just, I look at alcohol as the common denominator for all of that. Yeah. You know, so, um, I had to cut it out the picture. What was the role that the women in your life played in the man you are today? Well, first it was just my mom. Um, she plays a huge role. Um, once I got, once I got with my girl, which I've been with her since high school, mm-hmm. um, she she plays a huge role. She helped she, she helped shape me throughout the whole process. Um, and then there's also um, this girl named Courtney who I I got super cool with. It's like a sister to me, you know. What okay. I mean, she cool she cool with me and my wife, and I consider her one of the people who kind of like helped shape me too. Because one thing about women, man. Women, women, they're going to love you unconditionally. You know what I mean? Like, I never fell out with a girl before. You know, it's kind of like, but I used to fall out with guys all the time. But the women, <laughs> the women in my life, been they've been there supporting me, like, the whole time, through thick and thin. So, um, and they, they got, they got really, really good instincts. So, so when I get, like, a, um, a suggestion from one of them, or... Um, it can, a concern from one of them, mm-hmm. the observation. I'm always really tapped in, locked in, and making sure, and making sure that I, that I take that into consideration on all levels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, the women in my life, I look I look to for a lot of different things. 
Although I disagree with uh, men being loved unconditionally. I'm more, I tend to agree with Chris Rock when he was like, dogs and women get loved unconditionally. We get loved on the condition of providing some shit. Bruh, I'm sorry. I'm just reading the comment from Mason. He's talking about the Detroit accent. I never heard of it. Like, I never heard anybody say Detroiters have an accent. Detroiters have an accent? Yeah, I've never heard that shit before. I haven't either. Yeah, that's they saying I, they saying I got one. And, well, he said I did not realize how much of a draw the Detroit accent has on it. Like, I've never heard that shit before, man. I mean, I, I can I can tell when I'm when I'm listening to a Detroiter talk, especially a Detroiter rap. But um, I don't know. I don't think it's I the accent. People... I think it's the vocabulary. Mm. Well, people, you know, you know. You know what what people picked that up the quickest? People with an accent, <laughs> <laughs> like New Yorkers, New Yorkers with an accent, Atlanta people with an accent. Like they they pick they pick it up like like real easy. Okay, who's better than Rice? At what? At rapping. Why you keep asking me? You trying to get me? You trying to get me to be to be? You trying to get me to be like? Um, I want overly, you to be a, no. I want you to be an MC. <laughs> Man, you know you gotta. Um, it's so many ways. It's so many ways to be nice now. Like um, everything is broken down into all of these different categories. It just depends on what facet of rapping you're talking about. You know, because there's things that I can do that I know no I know nobody else can do. You know what I mean? But it. I mean. A lot of those things, people aren't going to really care about unless they're done in a certain setting the proper okay. way. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, there's things like there's melodic components to it. You know, there's, there's like, it's a flow component to it. You know, I think it just, it has to be broken down in different, in different kind of, like, categories. I mean, the thing about me that I'm most, that I'm most proud of is I've been doing it for a long time. And I've been pushing myself for a long time, so um, I had opportunities to go down, go down rabbit holes, and really, really focus on different facets, all like at one time, and where I'm only focusing on that, mm -hmm. and, and was able to sharpen up that tool and move on to the next tool. So there's a lot of things across the board that I can do extremely well, mm -hmm. and then there's some things I can do better than anybody, you know. But then there's certain things that I can do pretty well. With other people, I'll listen to them do it and be like, "Whoa, you know what I mean?" So, I mean, it, it's it's really, really multi-layered, man. I, I really want to argue with you on that one, but I feel you because, like, there's like I would listen to Vezo talk about certain shit that I may not listen to you talk about. Yeah, because he he a master, he a master at what he does. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and it may not it may not even be what he's talking about. It could be the way that he talks about what he's talking about because he may have found the perfect way to talk about what he's talking about and that's yeah. an art that's an art form within itself Facts. yeah that nigga when 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 it comes to talking shit that nigga talks that shit <laughs> that's <laughs> the that's the detroit thing too it's like we we could talk some shit yeah we could talk some shit. <laughs> um, so I'm, i interviewed loose cannon last month i don't know if you're familiar but we was talking about the detroit uh mount rushmore and he had light you can, on he light scan brother yeah like i think i i think i um i think i'm familiar with loose cannon yeah, and he had you on it. Okay, who you got? 
who who who's your your top four of Detroit all time? Again, no, no, don't Again. do it. Don't that's, do that's it. A cate- that's a category that, thing, bro. It don't have to be. It has to be because you, you could. What you could do, okay? Let's say this, okay? Like say say you want to do the category thing, okay? You have to. I give you, you have one. one can, you do- a, can you pick a greatest of all time? Yes. In hip hop. Yes. Tupac. You could, pick, you could pick four people in hip hop of all time. Of How? all time. How? Because I get what you're saying with those categories, but I'm going to get the best averages of all the categories. Like Ice Cube got everything for me. Tupac got everything for me. Scarface got everything for me. Nas may not have everything, but he got more than everybody else that's left. But you you do understand that people will strongly disagree with that. And that's okay. I, I woke up by myself today. Well, not technically, but you know what I mean. You know, so I got a right to have my four. Like for yeah, Detroit, no, no, you, absolutely, you absolutely have a right to your four in your opinion. What, right. what I'm saying is, when you ask me on a public platform, especially, uh, especially, especially an important one, like yo, I can't just, I can't just give you like a, an opinion of four guys who I like the best. Like we gotta, we gotta make it fair across the board. This is, this is a reputation. This is a representation of people's legacies. Okay. Forster, who, who, who talks that shit the most? Talks that shit the best? Yes. I'm gonna probably get at the blade. I would agree with that a thousand percent. And he would be he would be and and, and when we talked about the uh the Mount Mount Rushmore, my thing was cultural impact. Like Who's what, culture? Who, what culture? Detroit culture. Just Detroit culture. Just Detroit culture. Okay, so you limited it to just local. So that means that's the category. That's what I'm saying. That, that okay. makes more sense. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, so if we're talking about that, then we you give me this. Give me Blade, Wine, Herc, and Tough Tone. No problem. That's easy. Blade, Wine. I'm with you on Blade, Wine. Hurt is probably my, no, respectfully, probably my goat. Yeah, hell yeah. Of the, you of the city. You can't, you, can't put, you can't not put Herc on there. Oh my God, man! And the nigga gets absolutely like he doesn't get a tenth of the credit he deserves in the city. Really? Yes, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah shit, shit didn't really change in Detroit, man. Like I, don't, I, I damn near, I damn near don't even want to cross Eight Mile no more. <laughs> when, when did Hurt? When did Hurt stop getting the credit he deserved? I think, I think Blade always and right, and you know, kind of rightfully so as far as culture goes. But he, he will probably always get more credit in changing. Detroit rap more than anybody else. But Big Hurt, as far as combining everything, was pretty close to a fucking, a fucking perfect MC for me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely he definitely don't have he don't have any weaknesses that I can hear. No. I uh no, I I eh? No, not really. Cause he can do the soft, you know, sentimental shit. He definitely got the street shit. You know, and he got bars. Yeah, I, I fuck with her. That's what I like. That's what I like most about her. You got, you got some bars. <laughs> What's the process like for you writing a song? It varies. It varies. It just depends on the, the situation that I'm in. Um, it, it's ideal for me to be in here in my studio. Mm-hmm. It just, we just to be playing loud and just me writing. You know, um, depending on what it is, what it's for. 
um i could be i could be sitting in front of my microphone playing like a cadence or a melody or something like that and then going right back behind myself and then and filling in the words it could be me writing it down because i don't feel like doing it that way mm-hmm. jotting it down in my phone i may feel like writing it down on paper that day because i don't memorize it as well when it's on my phone um but that's it i mean everything is pretty much centered around the beat sometimes i ride around in my car listening to the beat it just it, it just depends i kind of like follow i kind of like follow how i'm feeling you know okay. what i mean i got you what's your now i know you and you and preem got a, a special relationship mm-hmm. how did that that develop uh and, just over just over time um when you you meet somebody that's like like-minded mm-hmm. and um preem is like anybody you fall in love with preem Frame is like the, he like the coolest he like the coolest motherfucker in music, you know what I mean? And I think I think that's you can attribute that to why how how and why he's lasted so long, like why he's been around so long, and um, he, he's never wavered. You know, like I never heard anybody say anything bad about Prem. He's really like got the psychology, the psychology aspect of building relationships down, one hundred percent. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it just it just got it cultivated over time. And um, all of it, the foundation of all of it was just a, was just a mutual respect for each other's craft. What what's it like with him in the studio? It's like a, um, right now, like these days, it's like a family reunion. You know what I mean? Like the, the last time he came here, we just like <laughs> I, I hadn't seen him in a minute, and it was. Uh-huh. Like, I remember just just running around and having people running around. Make, making sure that he, he, that he has everything that he needs. Cause that's another thing that I do. Like I, I never forget, I never forget to treat cream like a superstar. You know what I mean? Like n- no matter how big I get or have gotten, like I never stop. I always make sure that I never stop saluting him on the same level that I saluted him when I met him. You know what I mean? I do the same thing with Marshall. You know what I mean? Like I try not to ever forget that I'm talking, I may be talking to a super down to earth, good man, good person with a good soul. But I still try to make sure that um, I don't lose I don't lose the fact that this nigga is a whole superstar. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like what it is. It's kind of like the same kind of vibe. And you know, like we'll, we'll sit in a session and just talk for hours. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. What's 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 Detroit missing with Proof God? Mm. Well, Proof the void. The void that he left was just somebody who could uh who could translate the language across the you know across all barriers in the city. I think I think that was his superpower, and I think I don't think um I think everybody kind of took that for granted when he was here. But um, yeah. there is no there is no new new neutralizer. Yeah. You know, now you you literally because there's all it's always been a division between quote unquote street rap and quote unquote lyrical rap. That's always been there. That's not yeah. like a new thing. Yeah, but now, now you got guys literally choosing, choosing a side, choosing a side, and and trying to like um, instigate bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like the difference between now and back then, niggas wasn't doing that back then. Like the street rappers and the lyrical rappers didn't have a problem with each other. You know what I mean? Like now it's like it's like an energy in the air where I feel like niggas is trying to create problems. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's, it's ridiculous. So like if proof was here, I think that's one of the things that he would he would feel he would feel necessary to take it upon himself to get out ahead of that. 
you know? I think that's the problem that people had with, with, with you and M is that y'all weren't proof in the uh the the in what you just said, basically the ability to kind of like, you know, maneuver between everybody and the 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 want to see Detroit succeed. I don't think anybody wanted as much of that cat. Well, I mean, I, I, I've um, I've taken a lot of steps. Mm-hmm. I've taken a lot of steps to um, kind of like men, men, men things, and kind of mm-hmm. like you know, like kind of like bridge the gap. But it, it's only but so far I'm gonna go. You know what I mean? Like I'm not mainly where I stop is disrespect. I stop at disrespect. You know I what I'm saying? You. Because a lot of the niggas, well, none of the niggas is complaining gonna do shit about it. So. None of the niggas is complaining is gonna do nothing about how much I do and how much M do. And we don't have to we don't have to pass your tests. We don't have to meet your fucking criteria. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these niggas that's run that's talking and running their mouth, they don't do shit. They ain't never done shit. A lot of these niggas appoint themselves as like gatekeepers and all of this shit. What fucking gate are you keeping, nigga? What do you do? Who are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when stuff is really getting done, these niggas ain't nowhere to be found. You know, niggas be having trick, trick name in their mouth and shit like that. But me and Trick, especially, took took very, very particular steps and got it to a point where we had it to a point where no Detroit nigga would, would publicly say nothing about no other Detroit nigga nationally. That would never happen. And we 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 squashed all shit in house. And now it's just like niggas just. Niggas just forgot about that, and they just like whatever about that. They going their own way, which is fine with me, because I don't have the energy to be trying to talk everybody out of how they want to be. If you got your mind made up how you want to be, cool. My problem is the new niggas are just just coming around now, like they trying to instigate all the way, all the way back into the other direction. The counterintuitive niggas, I can't stand that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a necessary evil in today's society, almost. If you want to be relevant. Like you, like, and no disrespect to Cat Williams at all. Fucks with Cat Heavy, but seven million views in twenty three hours because he's talking shit about a lot of people. Had he got, had he got on that interview and been like, "I love so and so," "I love so and so," nobody would be saying anything. Yeah, and I mean, and so people feel almost compelled to have a beef. Yeah, I get. I, oh, gee, I'm definitely not saying I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. I understand the people that's in that place. I just feel. I, I feel. I feel bad for, for motherfuckers who are in that space mentally, because yeah. that, that's a fucked up place to be. Because all that's gonna happen is you're gonna realize that 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 energy that you created, it's not gonna suit you. It's not. You're not gonna be able to take that and do anything tangible with it. It's almost like it's not real. Like those seven million views from Cat Williams, since we we using him as as an example, mm-hmm. I don't look at Cat Williams or, or that interview he did with Shannon Sharp as something that he felt like he needed to do because he wanted to go viral. I feel like he just had something to say. It just so happened that it came off negative. You know what I mean? And people, you know, we like the juicy the juicy bullshit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the things that he's done to garner the, to garner the, the the respect and the success that he has been able to, 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 to acquire and achieve over the years. He did it. He did it with, with the hard work. He put in the work. He, he did the stand up specials. He did the, the, the bad movies. He did the good movies. Like that's, that's what's going, that's what's going on his legacy pad. When it's all said and done, his, his legacy checklist, it's not going to be the Shannon Sharp interview. That's just something to get you through today. 
you know, but there's a lot of people thinking that they're building an entire career around saying other people's names. That's just, that's just lame. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's going <laughs> to, it's going to blow up in your face. You're going to realize after it's too late, damn, I took the wrong path because talking about me, you just wasting your time because I'm somebody, I'm somebody that you can just talk to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind being held to a standard, bro. That's the one thing about me. I don't mind being held to a standard at all. I feel like that that, that, that title OG in Detroit, mm. it, it, it's an important one, and it, it, it's to be earned. Don't call me OG just because I'm older and I've been around. Hold me to a standard. Let me know if it's something you feel like I could be doing, or let me know if it's something that you feel like I could do better or something that I may have neglected to do. I'm a human being. I'm not sitting around thinking about young rappers all the time. What the fuck you think this is? You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but in the same token, I want to, I want what's best for all young rappers. I don't care if I like what they do or not, just because they from Detroit and I want to see them successful. I'm not in no competition with no fucking young rappers. I'm not in competition with the older rappers. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. So there's one thing and I'm real big on communication. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing to say, yo, these niggas ain't doing blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. When you said it the first time, I heard you. All right, cool. <laughs> Every single time I turn. These niggas ain't doing this. These niggas ain't doing that. Okay, nigga, at, one, at what point am I not supposed to look at that as just you complaining? Like, man, what's the fucking solution, nigga? What is the solution? Let's, let's deal with solutions. Tell me what you think I should be doing then. Tell me, help me, tell me how I can help you. Like, give me, give me, just run it down for me, my nigga. At what point does Royce just say, fuck y'all? I'm cool. I'm not, I'm never going, I'm never going to just like wash my hands with the concept of being an OG because I feel like that that's, that, that, that comes along with success. You owe, success ain't free. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not ever going to my island and just being like, yo, fuck these niggas. But yo, I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to be aligned with negativity. I'm not trying to put myself in no position where I'm going to have to knock somebody's fucking head off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. man, I'm 46 years old. I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like, so that's the, that's the, 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 the path that I'm taking. And that's the, the, the hard line that I've been having a problem try, trying to toe that line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, when you know somebody like how I, how I know Marshall and conversations I had with Marshall, I'd be thinking to myself like, yo, y'all have no idea who y'all talking about. Y'all niggas have no idea the kind of person this man is. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that's kind of his fault, though. Yo, it, it don't matter who fault it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter who fault it is. It's like, listen, you're, you're, anytime I've ever made an assumption, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, that assumption has been wrong because it's been created around a perception that's only in my head. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're going to make an assumption without even knowing a nigga, yo, you got to make sure at least you ain't jumping out the window. I mean, but that's the, the, that's the price of celebrity, which I don't think. And no, 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 no. What's no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he shouldn't have to endure it. Okay. You know, because it, it he who wears the, whatever crown that he people feel that he's wearing, you know, this is one of the things that comes along with it. Yeah. My thing is. How do you how do you distinguish the how do you figure the difference between people who actually want to see something change or people who are just comfortable in the spot of complaining about it? 
It's almost like it's just a talking point now. Nobody yeah. want nobody want to fix this shit. Y'all ain't tired of hearing y'all selves complain. Yo, man, this is the this is the era of the street street rappers, right? Street niggas is supposed to be the toughest niggas and the hardest niggas and the realest niggas. Yo, dog, I ain't never heard so much complaining in my life. We ain't fuck. I ain't never heard the hip hop niggas complain this much. The backpackers, I ain't heard these niggas complaining this much. What the fuck is everybody complaining about if everybody doing so good? What's the problem? Like, yo, can we fix it? If we can't fix it, if don't nobody want to talk about fixing it, then why the fuck should I care, bro? Why should I care? Why should I listen? You think I want to just sit around and listen to a nigga just talk about me and don't even know me? Come on, bro. Like, what? What? Do you want a problem? Or do you want to address a problem? Okay, do you want to fix a problem? Niggas think I got a problem or Marshall got a problem with niggas addressing a problem. No, my nigga. You addressing the problem puts us in a good spot because now we can we can observe it, identify with it, and figure out how to fix it. The problem is nobody want to take those extra steps after that because some niggas is monetizing off of complaining. Man. You know what I mean? Like, yo, that's your fucking problem, nigga. That ain't mine. You know what I mean? So, so it's like, yo, solutions, man. Let me know what I could do. Let me know what I'm not doing. I don't want to, I don't want to not do shit. You know what I'm saying? But also understand that it's a two-way street. When you make these kind of claims, you automatically just downplay everything that I've been doing. Yo, I got, yo, I've been working in the community in the mental health space. Everything that I've been doing since the pandemic to now has been mm. about others, not myself. I ain't released no music. I ain't tried to sell nothing to nobody. I ain't been doing nothing but working with the community. What the fuck have you been doing though? I'm not gonna be talking to niggas who ain't doing nothing but talking. So it's just like, it's just like, I understand, man. I understand that a lot of times I gotta take the lead and I gotta be held to a higher standard. I'm cool with that, man. I've been going through that my whole life. Even with my big brother, my big brother is my older brother, but my parents always be like, well, Ryan, you gotta, you know, you gotta call him. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, why well, I always gotta be the one, but I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? So. I feel like I've been taking those steps to make sure that there is no smoke because I feel like I feel like smoke is the go-to. Smoke is like the thing that all the young guys are are prepared for because they feel like that that's what they're going to receive from from the older generation. No, the older generation I'm not going to speak for Marshall. I don't like doing that myself. I'm sitting mm -hmm. somewhere and I'm lo I'm looking to help out any way that I can. I would love nothing more than that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like when you when you when you do something different musically, stylistically, from what's current here in Detroit, and 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 those guys are aligning with other people, mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of hard to to get a gauge on what you can do to help them. Can can we get like like I, I, here here we go let's let's get get everybody in a room in a restaurant somewhere and iron shit out to the best of your ability and that way ain't, ain't no excuses thereafter absolutely but 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 who's gonna be in the room because let me tell you how that goes we we I get I get Vezo Sada four two. Shine, and let's say let's say two more people. You can name whoever you want, and we sit down, and I bring Marshall in there, 
Mm-hmm. And then we all we all have a great conversation. We take pictures and everybody say they understand. Mm-hmm. And everybody like, yeah, man, we so glad we did this. Thank y'all. And then right after that, now we hearing about, now we hearing from the niggas that didn't get invited. Why did I get left out? That's what happened when we did Detroit versus everybody. Fuck that song. We gonna go do our own version. How they gonna make a Detroit versus everybody without this person, without that person? And it just blew up in our face. Mm. The sentiment was there. We meant well. Yeah. But we misfired because there were people that felt left off of it. So, yo, bro, it's like. You damned if you do, you damned if you do. How do you maneuver around that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people are about themselves. When you hear people saying, yo, man, them niggas ain't never did nothing for Detroit. Nigga, we did more for Detroit than you and, and, and you and anybody you know combined. You know what I'm saying? The problem is nothing has been done for you specifically. That's your problem, but you're not going to say that. You're going to get people to rally around you. And the niggas who know better sitting around not saying nothing. That's another problem that I have. If you mm-hmm. know better, then why are you quiet letting this fucking bozo talk about I'm not sorry what happened. I mean, I'm sorry what happened. It just went yeah, black there like, for a it's second. Like, so if you know better, why are you sitting around, why are you sitting there letting this nigga talk about niggas like niggas ain't never did nothing for nobody? And who is who is niggas talking about? Be specific. Who the fuck? Who who okay, out of out of the young street rappers, there's a whole lot of them that's extremely talented. Yeah. Name one of them who ever said they wanted to be signed to Shady Records. Name one of them who has ever reached out to Eminem or Royce the Five Nine and got told no to some about something. Okay, but the flip side, the flip side is, who has Shady Records reached out to? From you talking about from Detroit? Yeah, I can't answer that question. I'm not. I I don't. I don't have an answer to that question. I couldn't tell you because I don't. That's not a conversation that I've ever had Mm -hmm. with Paul Rosenberg. You know, because I talk to Paul all the time, but. Whoever he's sitting down and talking to, like he doesn't just call me daily and make me privy to that. I have no idea. And I, and so I, I, I could, understand I could, that. I get that. I couldn't, but... speak, I couldn't speak on that because I can say, I can say, yo, I don't, I don't think they reached out to nobody, and I could be fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. You but know if they I mean? haven't reached out to nobody, or let's say they reached out to one person, that's a problem. You can't, you can't have both sides of the argument. Not you. No, no, no. But no I'm not trying to have both sides of the argument. What I'm saying is, there's one side of this argument that's not mm-hmm. really a side. Okay. Because neither one of us know. Neither one of us know that. You would just be assuming that. So it's automatically not an argument. I can't put my facts against your assumptions. That's not fair to anybody. Facts. I would agree. Yeah. And that's basically and that's basically what these guys are doing. You know what I mean? And all mm-hmm. all they're gonna do, all they're gonna do is just all they're gonna do is just turn niggas off. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you're gonna do, bro. Nothing good comes from just being negative. You know what I mean? Like, yo. Take positive steps. You know what I mean? Reach out. Make attempts to do something first before you assume that motherfuckers don't want to do something with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I understand why niggas feel like that because of the energy from previous generations. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to put a stop to that, but I can't do it myself. Yeah. I, I can't do that. that shit all by myself. Well, yo, I, I'm just an old fat nigga. But if there's anything I could possibly do to help, man, I I, I got you. I know a couple people. Um, okay. But let me ask you this. Let's say, because uh, I know um, I know somebody hit me up. They wanted to know if they wanted to send you some clothes, where they do that. And if they got music they want you to listen to, how they send that in to. Okay. Okay. They can hit me. They can hit me on Instagram or I, I'll leave a, um, I'll leave my address with you. Okay. And they can send it that way. All right. I got you. I appreciate that. 
Uh, what's next? Uh, and I, we we had an hour, so my apologies. Just one more question. No, that's all good, brother. What's happening for you for twenty twenty four? Right now, I'm working. I'm working on something in the content space. Mm-hmm. It's more like a TV show. Okay. Um, like I can't, I can't give a whole lot of details right now, but I've been working on it since the pandemic, and that's the reason why I haven't put out an album. Um, I've been working on music. I've been working on stuff with Preem. Um, yesterday, yesterday I was working on something for somebody. So I'm just kind of I'm I'm going the way that the vibe takes me. You know what okay. I mean? I've been I've been kind of like taking my time with it. So um, there'll be some big announcements for 2024. Yeah, I'm just also just kind of like viewing the landscape, just kind of like getting a better understanding of how to read the room, mm-hmm. um, when I should be speaking, when I shouldn't be speaking. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like my focus now. I don't want to be in your shoes, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all, it's all good. I'm not. I'm not tripping at all. I'm not tripping at all. It's just. It's just. Sometimes. Sometimes it could be a little bit overwhelming, but I do understand that it's just. It's part of it. It's part of it. So I, I embrace it. I only get frustrated when when it seems like we can't come to a solution. I feel like all of the people who are speaking are too intelligent for us not to be able to take a step past just being able to identify the problem. That's like black people talking about systemic racism. Yo, we've been, we've been, we've been known that. We've been at that space already, bro. We already know that's the problem. What are we doing to fix it? How are we fixing it? And who's actually taking the steps? Before you can start looking around and pointing out who's not doing what, you yourself has to be doing something to be in the conversation other than just inserting yourself in the conversation. Those kind of people have never, ever helped anything. They've never moved the needle in any kind of way. These niggas just talking now are not at that table. I've never seen them. I don't know who they are. They just in the way. You know what I mean? So that, that's my thing. Get out the way. I had an epiphany. Okay. Shady Records, this is what we need you to do. A top 100 luncheon. You get 25 uh, 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 policymakers slash... Uh, uh, community organizers, you get 25 MCs, you get 25 producers, and you get 25 just regular ass motherfuckers that win some type of prize to show up and and everybody comes together. And there's going to be people to say, I got left out. We understand that, but this is going to be a yearly thing. So next year, you got the opportunity to do this, but put out some steps to get you to a certain level. We vote on it, put it online. I don't give a shit how you do it. Um, but you definitely got to be top of those four categories, top 25. Who gets to, who gets to make that determination? Online. And so you com- talking, talking about a, letting the people vote? Who, a who, combination. Who are, who are the tops? A combination of online, of course, Shady Records. Um, and I don't know. Maybe maybe a panel. Okay, well, I mean, what would be the objective? The objective is just to to have a good time and to understand each other a little bit. Everybody gets a little time to to give a toast, say something. So we all so we, we all got to know each other in order no in order in order to be positive. No, and, and actually, not knowing each other probably helps because it gets you to, to know other people that you don't know. I mean, I, I love. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I love meeting people. I love meeting people. I love meeting people and better understanding people as human beings. But I mean, the more people you can get in one room and not necessarily agree on shit to be able to disagree peacefully, the better. Okay. 
I got I got mixed feelings about that, but I'm I'm open to I'm open to discussing it. All right, hey, hey. just throwing it out there. I'm a, I'm open to discussing it. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna go on record and say I all the way agree, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely open to discussing it. Hey, yo, I, I'll that's <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything less, man. You, you're, you're a practical cat, you know, and yeah, I don't I, mean, I don't see you yeah, just jumping yeah. out the window on some shit that I just decided on the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we can flush it out. We can yeah. flush out the idea and, and yeah. you know come up come up with a, a way to uh to, to 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 bring across that same sentiment, but just protect the people involved a little bit, a little bit, a little bit better, so it's not so open. It's not so open, you know. Um, definitely would uh me personally, I would say uh reach you know we could reach out to student minister Troy. Mm-hmm. And that's and, family. Absolutely, that's that. That is my that's my brother right there. Um, and that let let everything go from there. Are you saying the brothers get the nation involved? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm ne- I'm never gonna be opposed to that. Yeah, I would. That, yeah, that that would be the jump off for me. Um, and I know I'll be at Savior's Day this year. Um, so me too. Know. That's me something. Too, for sure. I look forward to meeting you in the, in in the person, man. You know that that Absolutely would be absolutely good, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you too, man. Yo, this has been a phenomenal conversation, man. I, it's no way I can thank you enough. Anytime, my brother. Anytime, yeah. and please and please send send my love and respect to to, to Rita as well. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, she's listening. You know, she, okay. She'll send me the critiques. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Man. Yeah. On that note, man. Like I said, if there's anything I could possibly do for you, bro. I, I, she, you can get my math from Rita if you ever need anything. That, that, that I'm just an open book. Just let me know. Okay, my brother. You, you do the same. Same to you. All right. Don't forget to send me that address where people can send shit too. I got you right now. All right. Appreciate you, bro. Okay, Have you. a good one. You too, my brother. All right. Peace. Come on now, man. Y'all already know, bro. Yo, that was the fucking do- just dope ass conversation with one of the greatest MCs to walk the planet. Um, shout out to Race to Five Nine. Um, and I'm hoping that the the, the 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 audio was was sufficient. For some reason, it did not post to Facebook. Y'all just have to live with that. I don't know what it was with that. Um, but it didn't notify me until I decided to go live. But shout out to Space Indigo. Um, Mason, I'll keep you posted with the address. Um, you already know Rita. Rita is the fucking goat, man. Um, and E Block, what's going on, Q? Um, and anybody else out there that's tapped in, man, y'all already know, man. Please like, subscribe, and share to the podcast. Yo, we're not fucking around 2024, man. I, like, and, and 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 look through the resume, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised to see the 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 level of quality and excellence that's been going on for years. Um, but we're not shitting on nobody. We're not, we're not involved in no drama, and that's not going to change. We're going to do good shit. You know, what you do gets you on the show, but who you are makes the show stand out. Anyway, I'll be back at 7 o'clock. We got Love My Yacht coming on. Um, that will be another phenomenal conversation. And then tomorrow at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern, which is, I never do anything that early. We got Party at 4. Uh, if you have not heard of who Party at 4 is, please do your homework. And then we got four times. Stanley Cup champion tomorrow, Darren McCarty. Come on, man. Legends only. I don't know what y'all doing, but we building. I holler at y'all.